Welcome to Converge Coffee with Sean Sullivan. I am here with Ben Walker. He is the CEO, entrepreneur, and visionary leader that enjoys helping others become successful in business. Ben's company, Transcription Outsourcing, provides user-friendly and cost-effective transcription services for the medical, legal, law enforcement, and financial industries for organizations all over the world. Ben is a sought-after thought leader and has made contributions to publications like Entrepreneur Magazine, The Associated Press, and Forbes. Ben, thanks for being on the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Sean. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for being on the show. I was looking into your, your, uh, your service, and I, and I know a little bit about transcription being in podcasting. Um, and I always like to know people's stories. Um, why did you start Transcription Outsourcing? It was an offshoot of another company I own part of in Omaha that is a medical transcription company uh, only. And oh, about nine years ago, I started to notice we were losing medical clients due to some changes in technology in the healthcare industry. And I wanted to diversify into other industries like legal, law enforcement, academic. And they didn't. So I broke off and started my own because I, I, sensed a need for diversification. Um, I, totally, I totally understand you want to set yourself, um, you know, different from the market of what they're doing. And I like that you're a little bit of a trailblazer too. Um, in, our, in our previous conversation, we were kind of talking about your business. I was very interested in your aspect on customer experience I am, or in customer service that kind of go hand in hand. Um, and the one thing you mentioned to me is you use U.S.-based transcribers. Tell me why having U.S.-based transcribers helps with, you know, your customer experience. Because they'll get print-ready documents, uh, and we can certify our transcripts if needed and actually verify and certify a transcript as being true and accurate and not have any worries about it not passing any tests a judge or a law enforcement agency might put up, put it up against. Having U.S.-based transcriptionists, they know the homonyms or the sound-alikes. They're there and there, here and here. They know where to put commas. They know where to put question marks, start a new paragraph, whereas foreigners and voice recognition don't get that right very often. And it's not because they're bad at their jobs, it's because English is their second or third or fourth language. How could they possibly know that much about it? I mean, it's, yeah, that's why we don't want people calling us saying this needs to be fixed or this needs to be edited. It's going to be right the first time. I like that. And, you know, my, my, the interesting thing, you know, coming from that with U.S.-based transcribers, so you, you mentioned you are different, you know, for, you know, industries with law enforcement, medical, legal, and, and financial. Where do you see the, um, the industry that is the hardest to, to transcribe for that um, a piece of, like, a piece of AI or transcription um, voice recognition wouldn't be able to do multiple person audio is very difficult it, it they have a really difficult time distinguishing your voice from mine so anything with two or more voices is a big challenge 
That's interesting. And, and what about within like medical with the jargon or legal with the jargon? You have to you have to get those words right. Like which one is the hardest, do you think, for, for people who like, oh, I'm just going to use this bot for transcribing. What industry do you think is the hardest to to, to get into for for um, for a, a, a bot, I guess, to scour through language? That would definitely be medical because there are new medical terms coming out literally every month. Um, there are new illnesses found. There are new drugs. There are new drug combinations. There are new patents that the doctors have to cite. Yeah, it's definitely medical. But there are, you know, in legal, they use a lot of Latin. So that also comes into play. They're all difficult, but if I had to say which one was harder than the other, I would say medical because of, yeah, the new medications that are coming out. That's interesting. And how do you how do you market to people um, from, you know, the transcription services that you provide with U.S.-based transcribers versus people who are not using U.S.-based or not using, you know, robotic? How do, how do people find you online to make sure that um, – you have a reputation of using U.S.-based transcribers. Yeah, well, they do find us online oftentimes. And when they call us and ask us, like, you know, I, I was talking to you earlier. I had a call with another gentleman in Indianapolis, and it's for a federal agency that requires U.S.-based transcriptionists. And he said, well, how can you guarantee that your your people are in the U.S.? I said, well, I run background checks on all of them. Um, I can with their permission, give you a copy of their background check if you don't run it yourself. So we offer that to clients that we will disclose who the transcribers are that will work on their account. Obviously, if they sign a non-disclosure and a non-compete, because then I want them to hire my people. Uh, we literally open the books to them to show who works for us. That's interesting. I, I like that because a lot of people just think, you know, I'm just going to market and I'm just going to market this product without having a, a background to uh, making sure that people are vetted and, and a product is vetted and that people want this product. Um, switching gears a little bit, you know, what, why do you ask your, your prospects to call your current clients um, for references? What, what, what's, the, what's the reason behind that? Uh, mainly because I'm not very good at sales. <laughs> and I figure what better way to get the truth than letting them call current clients. Because I can tell them whatever I want. It doesn't mean it's true. Um, and I know my clients will tell them from their perspective what it's like to work with us. I think that rings more true than something I might say, even though I'm, I wouldn't lie. It, it sounds better when it's coming from a current client. Interesting. Well, and I like that approach because it's, it's, you have the advocates. You don't even have to sell it. You have advocates that are helping you. Can you give kind of an example that's not online on your website, on your social media channels out there, um, not disclosing companies or names, but a positive experience where um, a, a prospect came to you and you send it over to a current client to see, you know, how transcription outsourcing was helping them. Um, 
I have a couple of those stories. They're actually funny. One of them was with a current client that we were bidding to be awarded their contract, and we had to put down five references of other law enforcement agencies. So I put down five references, and they called all five. Then they called me and the assistant police chief, and one of his investigators was on the conference call and said, are you related to those people? And I said, what are you talking about? I'm, those people, they're in Washington, they're in Arkansas, they're in other towns in Colorado. I, I don't understand. No, I'm not related to any of those people. And they said, they said such nice things about you. I thought they might be your aunt or your uncle or cousins. None of the other references of the other companies bidding said anything remotely close to what yours said. And I didn't ask them to do that. They just did it. Well, that speaks to your your product and your your customer experience that you wanted to set forth. Like, I mean, that's that is hilarious that you know they would think that you're a relative speaking on your behalf. It's like almost like a, a high school student putting their relatives down because they don't have any work experience, or if they don't, if someone doesn't have work experience, and they they refer to that. Do you have you have another story you can you can provide um, with um, possibly even with a current um, customer? Um, where they just, they were just amazed by, you know, they probably used a previous transcription service. And when they switched over, um, there was an incredible difference. Yeah, we do. <clears throat> it's another law enforcement agency that switched to us from a competitor in Texas. And she said it was night and day because we answered the phone and we returned her emails the same day that she either called or emailed us. And the other company, she said we could never get them on the phone and they would return emails within a couple of days, but not the same day. She, I then put her, when she told me this, I said, do you mind if I ever use you as a reference? She said, yes, you can do that. And I gave her name and number to another law enforcement agency in Florida, and they called her, and she told them that she didn't want them to become a client of ours because they were a bigger law enforcement agency, and she didn't want her agency's priority to fall lower on our list. Wow. Wow. That's interesting. And of course, she was joking. <laughs> so a little she bit was, Oh yeah. And but she was laughing. Competitiveness. <laughs> oh yeah, because her, she, you know, the name of the city in Florida is much bigger than the name her, her city in Washington State, and she knew that. I mean, if I said the name of the city, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's a big city." And she was just kind of messing with them, but she'd never talked to them before, and then. The guy in Florida called me and said, you know what she told me? And then he told me the story. She didn't tell me. The, the investigator in Florida told me. Oh, my gosh. That's interesting how things – and then you got another customer that way or when she's mentioned that over. That's interesting um, where customer experience is, is like ripples in the water. It, it touches a lot of people, a good customer experience or bad. Um, this time it's good. Yeah, exactly. And it worked out. They signed up and they work with us. And yeah. That's interesting with law enforcement. You would never think that law enforcement with transcription services of just of needing that. It's kind of like, oh, they, they do need that um, to transcribe calls and everything because um, they're always on the phone. 
Um, and, and you hit it and it's interesting, not only with the customer experience, but you hit a market um, or one of one market that really needs that really needs help with that. So yeah, I, I'm just I'm just I, I just didn't know how I mean I mean how did you think of these three markets? You just like went in and asked questions, or you already knew? Well, you know, like I said, nine years ago or so, when I started noticing we were losing medical clients to technological changes. We had gotten phone calls from local law enforcement agencies here in Denver and law firms. And they said, hey, we'd love to have you transcribe this stuff. And we would always tell them, no, we do medical transcription. We don't know what you do. We don't know how to do it. Because everything that the law enforcement agencies are sending us normally is multiple speaker files where medical transcription is a single person narrative. It's a physician or a physician's assistant dictating. And it's different than doing two voices. And, you know, Sean said this, Ben said that, you know, they tag everything to the appropriate speaker. Um, if I quote someone, they'll quote it inside my quote. You know, there's more going on than just single person narrative. Definitely, definitely. Um, kind of switching gears here, Ben, you know, it, like fascinated about your business of how it's, it's just grown where you, I mean, you, you pivoted things, you saw where there's opportunity, you built a great customer experience out of it where customers were, are talking about you, but um, less about, you know, transcription outsourcing and more about Ben, what do you do creatively um, to kind of, to bring back into um to bring back into the business. It could be a hobby. It could be a craft. It could be whatever. Uh, I play a lot of tennis. Uh, consider probably close to 10 hours a week. And, you know, helps keep me competitive, keeps me in shape. <laughs> I'd like to think it keeps my brain active too, outside of work. So my next question was, what do you do health-wise? <laughs> and I'm guessing 10 hours of tennis is the same thing. Is there is there any parallels to tennis, um, to to what you're to what you do to what you're doing, or is it more of an escape from what you're doing? It can be both. Uh, the parallels are, you know, I can't win every point in a tennis match, and I'm not going to win every deal at work. You just you you've got to move on. They may go with somebody else, even though you know they shouldn't. Um, and I may not win every point, but I can win the next one and I can still win the match. And yeah, it, 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 it also helps to be competitive. So I don't become lackadaisical inside work or outside of work. Cause if I'm going to win on the tennis court, I'm also going to win in here. Cause I go, I don't do things half ass. It's hard for me to do that. And I think tennis helps keep that top of mind for me. That's awesome. And I think it's the first time we have on this in an episode that we said the word ass, um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> which is all good too. Hey, it's all right. It's, it's PG. So we're good on that one. Um, ben, um, it's been an enjoying uh, conversation, learning about transcription outsourcing, learning about your marketing adventure with that and the customer experience that you provide to your clients. Um, I appreciate you being on the podcast. 
Thanks for having me, Sean. That was fun. Yeah, it's been an enjoyment. Any of the Converge Coffee Drinkers, take out, check out uh, Transcription Outsourcing. Um, all the information will be on, on this episode. Thanks, Ben. Thank you. 